0: Keep the change, you filthy animal. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Just a flesh wound. He lived happily ever after. Don't address those dials, but definitely turn up the volume, because you're now listening to Mayo Radio. Hey, howdy, hey, listeners and friends. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mayo Radio. As always, my name is Madison, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about whatever I want because it's my podcast and not yours. Like the title said today, I will be ranking the 11 Star Wars films into my own personal little favorites list. Just like the HHN house ranking that I did last episode, these opinions are solely mine based on my personal likes and dislikes. So, Star Wars fans do not come for me in my comments roasting me about my opinions. (laughs) I have been a Star Wars fan since I think I could breathe. Uh, My dad was always a really big Star Wars fan. And like he grew up with it and then he raised me on it. He raised my sister on it too, but it, I definitely latched on to the, uh, the star Wars nest when I was a lot younger. Um, I, <laughs> I'll, when I go through my list here, I'll talk a little bit more about kind of what each movie means to me and like my little personal things with them. Um, but like just to just to explain to you how star warsy we're talking uh if any of you know what the 501st is my dad was part of the 501st here in south florida for i would say over 50% of my childhood um like he started i want to say when i was in like fourth or fifth grade maybe even younger than that maybe third grade Um, And he did it all the way until I was almost in high school. And I had costumes. My sister had costumes. We went to troops with him. Um, I've been to plenty of midnight premieres, um, Star Wars weekends when I was younger. I I was basically raised by the uh, (laughs) the Star Wars entertainment cast at uh, Hollywood Studios. Um, I had the biggest crush on Luke Skywalker when I was younger. like. My first fish's name was Luke Skywalker. Like, we're talking major, major childhood, like, fandom moment. (laughs) Um, So Star Wars, like I said, has always kind of been a part of my DNA, part of my childhood, part of my life. Um, And these movies are just – they're so good. They're so good. I – they definitely shaped – me as a person, my childhood, my taste in film. Um, I, I honestly think my love for the film industry in general. Um, so yeah, on that note, let's dive in. Uh, we're going to be starting on number 11, my number 11 choice. Um and then moving up to number 1. Um some of these I have little like bios for like the movie itself in case anyone doesn't hasn't watched them. Uh I'm going to say spoiler alert because some of these these bios do have um some spoilers in them, but uh go watch the movie. Sorry, not sorry. I'm telling you now. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, And I also only have bios for some of them (laughs) because any bio I could find for some of these movies was like four paragraphs. And I was like, I'm not going to read that. Um, Okay. So starting at number 11, uh, it's Revenge of the Sith. It came out in 2005. It is the third film in the prequel trilogy so there's three trilogies in star wars there's the prequel trilogy which has phantom menace revenge of the sith and attack of the clones um there is the original trilogy which is the new hope empire strikes back and uh return of the jedi and then there is the new trilogy which is force awakens The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'm also adding in here into my list of 11, the two standalone films, which is Rogue One and Solo. Probably should have said that at the top of this episode, but you have that information now. So like I said, my number 11 is Revenge of the Sith from 2005. Um, Third movie in the prequel trilogy. This, oh God, I just, you know, this is not my favorite it's not my favorite. I it, it really isn't. It is not my favorite by any means. It's not one that I'm like, huh, I've really f- I'm in the mood to watch a Star Wars movie. which one am I gonna watch? Never in a million years would I choose this movie. I think I think the way that they did Anakin's descent into becoming Darth Vader was trashy. I think. He was just an angsty, angsty little boy with lots of issues. Um, I don't like how they did the relationship between him and Padme. Um, Can we just say gaslight, manipulate, uh, (laughs) toxic, toxic, gross. Um, Like talking about Padme, I don't like how they portrayed Padme. Um, in the two films before this one, she was a girl boss. She was so, she was such a badass. I loved Padme, Queen Amidala. Like, oh my God. We'll get into that more when I talk about the other two in this trilogy. But like, I hate how weak and, and just frail they made her in this movie. It, it really wasn't a good look. I didn't like it. Um, you could tell that this movie was written by a (laughs) man just in the way that they portrayed Padme. Um, I think to put some good light on it, I will say that this movie, like it, it unfortunately helps make sense. A lot of things in the original trilogy, which happened post this. So like, I understand, but I just, I really, I think the portrayal of Anakin in this movie is really what turns me off the most. Like, if we're talking about, like, set design and costume design and, like, CGI, fantastic. A plus. Mustafar, gorgeous. Like, that is a really they do a really good job in that, but it's just for me the bit that really gets me is how horribly these characters were written in this movie. Um, so yeah, that's my number eleven. <laughs> Moving up to number ten, we have Solo, uh, which came out in 2018. So Solo is the backstory of Han Solo. Primarily, and then Chewbacca as well. So in this movie, Han Solo meets Chewbacca. Um, they become BFFs. Um, and it just – it it talks about um, like the Kessel Run. This is the Kessel Run. So, you know, when you hear about the Kessel Run in all the other movies, this is the movie that shows you said Kessel Run. Um, you also get introduced to a lot of really interesting characters, um, which I appreciate. Um, but it just, I don't know. I, the actor that they chose to do Han Solo, I think did a great job. Um, he definitely had the mannerisms that Harrison Ford put into the character down. Um, for me, I just don't think it was the most exciting movie. Um, but it was nice to see the beginnings of Han Solo, and then the beginnings of Han Solo and Chewbacca as a dynamic duo. So I will give it that. It's just not one of my personal faves. Uh, Okay, moving up to number nine, you have The Last Jedi. To 2017, this is the second film in the newest trilogy. Um, I ryan johnson is a great director i just think that this movie i don't know i think a lot of this movie felt unnecessary um i think the whole casino scene um on canto Bight was unnecessary it felt very human it felt very like earthly um it didn't really add a lot to the film and to the storyline. Like, they failed getting the the key, the secret, the flower guy. I don't remember exactly what they called him. The code breaker. There we go. Um, they, they failed. There was – if you cut out that bit, the story is still exactly the same. It really is. Um, I – I do the cinematography in this one is gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. The salt planet, um, who's which the name is escaping me, beautiful. the The fight scene on the salt planet where the um, the ships that the rebellion has found are the ones that break up the salt, and there's the red underneath. Oh, beautiful! Um, the fight scene with Ray and Kylo in the throne room with all the red and the fire oh beautiful absolutely fantastic um I just I think that this one it was it was kind of like a sidestep instead of a rung up on the ladder to get to that next movie I just think it was kind of a sidestep um so it wasn't uh wasn't one of my faves not one of my faves uh but that's okay Let's see what's next. Okay, number eight is going to be A New Hope. Um, this is the original, the OG uh, Star Wars film filmed in 1977. Um, originally, when this film came out, it was just called Star Wars because they never thought in a million years that there would be more, let alone 11 other movies and an entire franchise and theme park. <laughs> um so I – don't get me wrong. I love this movie. I love this movie. But there are others that I like more. Um, but this one, I mean, this is this is everyone's first step into Star Wars. Like the amount of times that I watched this movie as a child, obscene. I could probably quote the entire thing. Actually, I definitely could quote the entire thing. Um, but it's great. I mean, this is OG Princess Leia buns, white dress. This is OG Darth Vader, like OG Luke Skywalker. This is, this is the film that started it all. Um, and it is fantastic. I have no bad words to say about this movie. Uh, there's just ones that I enjoy more than the new hope, which is why it's number eight. Um, okay. Number seven is going to be attack of the clones. Uh, this one was done in 2002 and this is the second film in the prequel trilogy. So in between the Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith, um, this one wasn't bad. Like when we're talking prequels, this one, Padme was still a girl boss. She was still a powerful B-I-T-C-H, um, (laughs) Uh, I really enjoyed Obi-wan in this movie as well. um, Anakin was not as angsty yet <laughs> uh, but I don't know it's just it's good i do I do tend to gravitate towards watching this one occasionally, usually for the um the scene when Padme Anakin and obi-wan are. They get uh, kidnapped. Not kidnapped, but they (laughs) – what am I talking about? Um, They get put into the arena. Um, I love that scene. I don't know why, but I love that scene. It is – it's so fun. That's such a good scene. Um, So, yeah. So, this is my number seven. You also get introduced to Django Fred, which is super fun because I like him. He's a great villain great bounty hunter. (laughs) You see the beginnings of Boba Fett, which is also super cool. Um, So yeah, Attack of the Clones is my number seven. Uh, Okay, my number six is going to be Rogue One from 2016. Now, Rogue One is the other standalone film that we have right now in the Star Wars franchise. Um, This was – the first standalone film that we got so rogue one came out in 2016 and then solo came out after that um it's technically a prequel so like if we're talking timeline it goes like timeline of events not when the movies came out because we all know they came out out of order so if we're talking timeline of events this came out or this is in the storyline after revenge of the sith But, like, right before A New Hope. So, Rogue One is about um, the stealing of the Death Star plans, which is pretty much where we start off. Like, if you like the end of Rogue One, literally matches up with the beginning of A New Hope. Like, it's the same moment in time. (laughs) So, that is where this is in the timeline. I think it was a fantastic movie. Others will disagree. Um, I I really enjoy – and this is like maybe I need therapy. I definitely need therapy. But I think it's it's interesting that all the heroes died. Like everyone that you fall in love with and you're gunning for in this movie die in the end. And there's not a lot of storylines that are like that. I mean it makes sense in this storyline – as to why that happens um but like as a as a regular moviegoer you do not walk into that's like walking into Suicide Squad and having all of those people die I mean like most of them do die but (laughs) it'd be like killing off Harley Quinn like why why um so I do think that is an interesting bit and I personally love Jen Erso I think she's a great character um I think she was very, very strong-willed, very confident, very powerful. Um, I I really – I do love her. One of my favorite quotes from like any Star Wars movie ever is, um, rebellions are built on hope. I just – I love that. My other favorite is when she goes, well, this is a rebellion, isn't it? We rebel. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, I really like that. I Jen Erso is one of my favorites. Um okay, so my number five is gonna be The Force Awakens. This came out in 2015. Um I I remember Okay, so okay, before I talk about that, Force Awakens is the first movie in the newest trilogy. So it's been 30 years since um the end of the original trilogy. So 30 years in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Um, We are introduced to our favorite character, my, well, my personal favorite character, uh, Rey. I love Rey. Absolute favorite. Um, So we're introduced to her. Luke Skywalker has disappeared. Han and Leia have split up, but Han and Leia also have a kid. His name is Ben Solo, also Kylo Ren. <laughs> Han Solo dies. Listen, a lot goes on in this movie, but I I love it. It like I was saying before, like when this movie was announced, it was the first Star Wars film we'd ha- we thought we weren't going to get anymore after Revenge of the Sith. It was kind of like, oh, all right, well there goes the Star Wars franchise. Like guess we're just going to be writing off these six films for the rest of forever like and then they announced this movie and we were all just kind of like oh okay wait what wait we have new ones oh so sweet um so yeah i saw this movie so many times i honestly think i saw this movie about 15 times in the theaters and i don't regret it one bit uh it was fantastic um, but yeah, so my number four is going to be The Empire Strikes Back. This came out in 1980, uh, and this is the second film in the original trilogy, so in between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Um, I love this movie. Growing up, this was one that my parents played all the time in, like at home. Um, it's my dad's favorite, so – it was definitely played a lot. Um, I really love Cloud City. I really love Dagobah. I really love Hoth. I think we got to visit a lot of really fun and, like, planets that you think of now and you're like, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Um, I – like, it was was just so good. It was so good. I – watching this movie now brings back so many fantastic memories of like my childhood. And I think that's why it's number four on my list, but like I do really love it. Like it's a fantastic film. Um, Yeah. Okay. So number three for me, kind of similar for number four, but this is return of the Jedi uh, in 1983. That's when it came out. Um, It's the third film in the original trilogy. I I love this one. This is my mom's favorite. And it's just <laughs> like I get I get so emotional when I think of this movie. Cause like I said, like Return of the Jedi and Emperor Strikes Back, like this is what I watched as a kid. Like these are the movies I watched. You know, this and Disney movies, there there really wasn't much else that was played in the Willette household. Like, that was pretty much it. But, like, Return of the Jedi just oh, – I love it. And the Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. I think they're some of the best creatures that Disney – or that Star Wars – yikes. That Star Wars has ever created. Um, it's just – it's great. It's great. And, I mean – classic, classic outfit for uh, Princess Leia in this one, that metal bikini. Wow. (laughs) I think that's when I realized I was a lesbian. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about that in another episode. Uh, Okay. So moving on to my number two, this is going to be – okay. In this list, I feel like I have two very controversial opinions. This is the first one, if you've been doing the math, you'll probably know what my next one is when we talk about my number one. Um, but my number two is going to be Rise of Skywalker, made in 20 or sent, put out, premiered 2019. Um, this is the third movie in the newest trilogy, so behind Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Um, did it have a lot of fan service in it? Yes, it did. Uh, was the kiss unnecessary? Yeah, Probably. Um, do I care? Absolutely not. Is it still one of my favorites? One thousand percent. Uh, it just, I, I don't even know. I just love it. I love what I love. Okay. And no one is going to tell me different. Um, first for me, like I said, I love Ray, um, her being Palpatine's grandkid like I could honestly care less about that it it it's whatever it's whatever to me she's just gonna be Ray I'm not gonna call her Ray Palpatine. I'm not gonna call her Ray Skywalker she's she's Ray for me she's a standalone character she doesn't need a backstory and I think that's what was so perfect about her all along like in my mind she she just doesn't need it I think she's great without any familiar ties (laughs) to anyone else in the, the franchise. Like it's just whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked this one. Um, seeing it in theater for the first time, I was with a very interesting group of people. I was with the Fibo Um, it was very fun and just the, the outpouring of emotions throughout the entire film, like the, oh my God, wait, it's that guy. Oh my God. Like, and the cheering. It was like seeing Endgame again for the first time. Like it, it's just, it was so fun. Um, but yeah, so Rise of Skywalker is my number two. And here we go. The biggest, (laughs) the biggest and loudest, uh, opinion that people have about, this movie franchise, my number one, is in fact The Phantom Menace, premiering in 1999. Listen, folks, I don't want to hear anything you have to say about this movie. It was mother forking perfect in my eyes. I, I love it. I love it so much. This movie came out four years after I was born. I was raised on this movie. That end music when the Gungan King holds up the ball, uh, I, that, that was my ringtone on my first cell phone for a solid seven years. Like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. It's my favorite movie and I could care less. Um, I just love it. I, I love Qui-Gon Jinn. I love Qui-Gon Jinn. I love young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I love… Queen Amidala with my whole heart um (laughs) the (laughs) I just I I love it I love it so much Darth Maul fantastic like ugh this is such a good one this is such a good one and like I I I do like young Anakin like I thought young Anakin was very fun um and it's just I I don't know I really like it Uh, (laughs) so I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear from any of y'all. Um, but yeah. Okay. So those are, (laughs) I'm going to get emotional. Those are my rankings of, of the Star Wars film. There you have it. There we go. All right, friends, there you have it. Those are my personal definitive rankings of the 11 Star Wars movies we have right now. I hope you enjoyed listening to that one. Um, But uh, definitely send me your rankings of your Star Wars or of the Star Wars films. Uh, I'd love to hear them. Love to see them. See how different they are from mine. Uh, probably going to be a lot different because everyone has their own personal opinion. As far as social media goes, as always, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at moulet 139 spelled M O U E L L E T G E. then the number is 139. And like I said on my last podcast, um, I do have a Twitter account for this podcast. It's at Mayo Radio Podcast, spelled M A O Radio Podcast. Definitely message me topics and things that you're interested in hearing, suggestions, comments, concerns, heartburn, uh, all that stuff. I love I love talking with people, um, especially you know when we have similar interests and things like that. Uh, may the force be with you guys since we had a Star Wars episode today. And yeah, all right. I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank y'all for listening to Mayo Radio. And as the great Anthony Mackie would say, cut the check. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mayo Radio. As always, the opinions shared on this episode do not represent any brand or company. If you guys notice, I do have new cover art for the podcast. I am so thrilled to finally have it. It is beautiful. I love it. Um, The new cover art is done by the incredible Emily. Their shop on, on Etsy is Emily's Commissions. And their Instagram is at excitedcornjuice. So, definitely go check them out. Um, she was, they were so fantastic. Working with them was so fun. Um, I kind of told them my idea, and they were like, oh my God, this is going to be great. So, that was super fun. Um, like I said, definitely check them out. And then, I also, if you guys noticed, have a new intro outro, um, and that music is done by Daniel Deluxe. Uh, Daniel Deluxe is fantastic. His music was featured last year in Halloween Horror Nights 29 um, in the Arcade Scare Zone and then out front as well. Uh, you can find him on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, everywhere that music is played. Um, he owns all the rights to that music, so definitely check him out. Uh, and as always, please follow, leave a rating and a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It really does help out a lot, and I – It just, it makes me feel a little warm and fuzzy inside um, to know that you guys are enjoying what I'm putting out. All right, I think that's gonna do it guys. Bye!